Welcome to the show. This is Gumdrop Readers, the podcast where I read books to young kids. Today I'll be reading Disney's Tangled. This book was requested to me by Presley, who just turned five years old a couple weeks ago. Happy late birthday, Presley! I hope you guys enjoy the story. Okay, here we are on page one. Once upon a time, in a land far away, a single drop of sunlight fell to the ground and grew into a magical golden flower that possessed healing powers. The only person who knew the location of the flower was a vain and selfish old woman named Mother Gothel. She used the flower to restore her youth and beauty. As centuries passed, the glorious kingdom was built close to the cliffside where the flower grew. The internally useful Mother Gothel watched from the shadows guarding her precious, precious flower. One day, the beloved queen became very sick. Desperate to save her, the whole kingdom searched for the magical flower and brought it back to their queen. After drinking a potion made from the golden bloom, she quickly returned to full health. Soon, the queen gave birth to a beautiful princess. To celebrate, the king and queen launched a floating lantern into the night sky. Furious, a withered mother gossel sneaked into the castle nursery. When she hummed the song that had made the flower's magic work, she discovered that the baby's golden hair glowed and turned Mother Gothel young again. She cut a lock of the hair, planning to take it with her, but the hair instantly stopped glowing and turned brown. Mother Gothel realized that the only way she could remain young was to keep the child with her always. Before the king and queen could do anything to stop her, Mother Gothel snatched the princess and vanished into the night. Mother Gothel fled with the child, Rapunzel, deep into the forest and locked her in a secret tower. Everyone in the kingdom searched for their princess, but they could not find her. The king and queen were heartbroken. Each year, on the princess's birthday, the king and queen released lanterns into the night sky. They hoped their light would guide their princess home. Many years passed, and Mother Gothel raised Rapunzel as her own daughter. Since there was no door in the tower, Rapunzel would lower Mother Gothel to the ground with her long golden locks and then pull her back up. Although Rapunzel was happy with Mother Gothel and her only friend, Pascal the Chameleon, there was only one thing she desperately longed for, to see the floating lights that appeared in the sky every year on her birthday. On the day before her 18th birthday, Rapunzel asked Mother Gothel to take her to see the floating lights. Mother Gothel refused, insisting that that the world outside was full of scary things like thugs, quicksand, and snakes. It was far too dangerous a place for a weak and helpless girl like Rapunzel. Meanwhile, in another part of the forest, a thief named, named Flynn Ryder was on the run. He had just stolen something valuable from the palace with the help of his cutthroat partners, the Stabbington brothers. Flynn clutched a satchel tightly as he came to an abrupt halt in front of a wanted poster of himself. He thought he looked much more handsome in real life. As soon as he had a chance, Flynn let the, left the Stabbington brothers behind. They were too dangerous to be trusted. Flynn took off alone with the satchel. He was able to elude the palace guards, but a horse named Maximus was determined to catch him. Maximus chased the thief onto a tree at the edge of a cliff. Snap! The tree broke, and Flynn and Maximus tumbled into a canyon below. When they landed, Flynn took off, terrified of Maximus, who would not give up the chase. Flynn ducked into a cave to hide from the horse. When he emerged on the other side, he saw a beautiful hidden valley, the very valley where Rapunzel's tower stood. Flynn thought the tower looked like the perfect place to hide from Maximus, so he quickly scaled the tower wall using arrows like a ladder. When he finally reached Rapunzel's window, he climbed inside. Clang! Startled at the sight of a stranger, Rapunzel hit Flynn with a frying pan. 
Then she dragged him to a wardrobe and locked him inside. Besides Mother Gothel, Flynn was the first person Rapunzel had seen since she was a baby. But he didn't seem like one of the scary things her mother had warned her about. In fact, Flynn was a very pleasant looking. Rapunzel felt exhilarated by her encounter with a stranger. Surely this act of bravery would prove to her mother Gothel that she could handle herself in the outside world. Rapunzel found a strange object in Flynn's satchel. It was round and gold with sparkling jewels. She placed the object on her head and was amazed to discover that it was a perfect fit. Rapunzel, let down your hair, Mother Gothel called from the bottom of the tower. Rapunzel quickly hid the gold object and pulled Mother Gothel up. Rapunzel decided to ask Mother Gothel again if she could see the floating lights. She was about to show Mother Gothel the stranger in the wardrobe, but Mother Gothel cut her off. Enough with the lights, Rapunzel, she shouted. You are not leaving this tower ever. For the first time, Rapunzel realized that Mother Gothel intended to keep her locked in this tower forever. She knew she had to come up with a plan to see the floating lights. Rapunzel quickly told Mother Gothel that she had changed her mind. Instead of seeing the lights, she wanted a special paint for her birthday. Even though it would take a three-day journey to find the paint, Mother Gothel was relieved and agreed to Rapunzel's request. Rapunzel dragged Flynn out of the cupboard and tied him to a chair with her hair. Do you know what these are? She asked, revealing a painting she had done of the lights. You mean the lantern thing they do for the princess? Asked Flynn. Tomorrow they will light the sky with these lanterns, said Rapunzel. You will act as my guide, take me to the castle, and return me home safely. Then, and only then, will I return your satchel. Ugh, fine, I'll take you to see the lanterns, Flynn agreed, desperate to get his satchel back. As Flynn climbed down the side of the tower, Rapunzel paused at her window. She had been waiting for this moment nearly 18 years, and now she didn't know if she could really leave. But with Pascal on her shoulder, she took a breath and slid down her hair, all the way to the bottom of the tower. For the first time ever, Rapunzel felt a soft grasp beneath her feet. Woohoo! she exclaimed. She felt ecstatic, but also guilty. She knew Mother Gothel would never forgive her for disobeying her. Meanwhile, as Mother Gothel traveled through the forest, she ran into Maximus. The palace horse was still ferociously searching for Flynn. Mother Gothel rushed back to the tower, terrified that the king and queen had found Rapunzel at last. Mother Gothel entered the tower through a hidden door. She searched every inch of every room, but Rapunzel was nowhere to be found. However, Mother Gothel did find the satchel with the crown and Flynn's wanted poster. She was convinced that the thief had kidnapped Rapunzel. At once, she set out to find them. Eager to get his satchel back, Flynn suddenly had an idea. He would frighten Rapunzel back to the tower. So he took her to a pub called the Snuggly Duckling. When they stepped inside, there were menacing thugs everywhere, and Rapunzel became scared. Sounding sympathetic, Flynn said, Hey, you don't look so good. Maybe we should get you home and call it a day. But Flynn's plan backfired. The thugs recognized him from his wanted poster. They grabbed Flynn and started fighting over who would return him for the, re for the reward. Rapunzel scrambled up to the top of the table and banged, banged two pots together. Put him down, she demanded. I need him to take me to see the lanterns because I've been dreaming about that my entire life. Haven't you ever had a dream? I had a dream once, said one of the thugs softly. In fact, all of them in the pub had dreams of their own. They understood what Rapunzel was going through and wanted her dream to come true. So they let Flynn go. Suddenly, the castle guards burst into the pub with the captured Stabbington brothers. Flynn was sure he would be arrested until one of them showed a secret door and led into a tunnel. Go live your dream, the thug told Rapunzel. 
Flynn and Rapunzel ran as fast as they could through the underground tunnel and skidded to a stop at the edge of a cliff. Maximus, the royal guards, and the Stabbington brothers were right on their heels. Rapunzel lassoed a rock with her hair, swung through the air, and landed on a rocky ledge. Flynn fought off Maximus and the guards with Rapunzel's frying pan. Rapunzel threw her hair to Flynn and held on tight as Flynn leaped off the cliff and swung right over the heads of the Stabbington brothers. But Rapunzel and Flynn hadn't escaped yet. A big water dam suddenly burst, filling the cavern with water. A huge wave washed Maximus, the guards, and the Stabbington brothers away. Flynn and Rapunzel ducked safely into a cave, but a stone column crushed the ground, cr crashed to the ground and trapped them inside. Water rushed into the cave. Flynn cut his hand on a sharp rock while searching for a way out. It's no use. It's pitch black. I can't see anything, he said. Oh, this is all my fault, Rapunzel said. Oh, I'm so sorry, Flynn. Eugene, said Flynn. My real name is Eugene Fitzerbit. I thought someone should know. Rap Rapunzel decided to share a secret of her own. I have magic hair that glows when I sing. And that was when she realized her growing hair could light the way out. Meanwhile, Mother Gothel had found a her way to the snuggly duckling and had seen Rapunzel and Flynn escape into the tunnel and followed and forced one of the thugs to tell her where it led. She went there and waited, but to her surprise, it was the Stabbington brothers who emerged. I'll kill that rider, shouted one of the Stabbingtons. Hearing that, Mother Gothel came up with a wicked plan. She offered to help the brothers get revenge on Flynn, as well as obtain some even more valuable than the crown, Rapunzel's magical hair. With the help of the Stabbingtons, Mother Gothel would trick Rapunzel into coming back into the tower willingly. Soon Rapunzel, Flynn, and Pascal were safely back in the forest. Rapunzel wrapped her hair around Flynn's wounded hand. As she began to sing, her hair began to glow. Within minutes, Flynn's hand was completely healed. Once it's cut, it loses its power, Rapunzel said, trying to explain her hair's magic. It has to be protected. That's why. You never left the tower? Flynn guessed. Rapunzel nodded sheepishly and then quickly changed the subject. For the record, I like Eugene Fitzerbeck. Fitzerberg much better than Flynn Ryder, she said with a smile. When Flynn left to go gather firewood, Mother Gothel burst out of the forest. She was eager, to, eager to, to take Rapunzel home, but Rapunzel refused. You don't understand. I met someone, she said. Mother Gothel told her that Flynn, Flynn was only using her to get the crown back. Before returning to the forest, Mother Gothel handed Rapunzel the satchel and dared her to give it to him. Rapunzel thought she could trust Flynn, but she also was afraid of losing him. She hid the satchel in a tree before he returned. The next morning, Rapunzel woke to the sound of Flynn crying for help. Maximus was dragging him away. Rapunzel quickly stopped the horse. Today is kind of the biggest day of my life, she explained, patting Maximus on the head, and I need you to not get him arrested just for 24 hours. Flynn held out his hand. Maximus pondered for a moment and then offered his hoof. The two shook on their truce. Hearing bells in the distance, Rapunzel climbed to the top of a hill. The entire kingdom was spread out before her. Rapunzel was awestruck by the beautiful sight. She couldn't wait for the best day of her life to begin. She sprinted down the hill with Flynn, Maximus, and Pascal close behind. The hustle and bustle of the town was the most exciting thing Rapunzel had ever experienced. She couldn't wait to see and do everything. A little boy gave Rapunzel a kingdom flag with a sun symbol on it. Then a group of girls braided Rapunzel's locks and pinned them up with flowers. Rapunzel followed the crowd to the town square where she saw a mosaic of king and queen holding a baby girl. The baby princess had emerald green eyes, just like her own. A dance honoring the lost princess began. 
Rapunzel and Flynn joined hands and were quickly carried away by the music. They whirled around the square, laughing and enjoying each other's company. Next, they ventured off to explore the town. Rapunzel tried on a beautiful dress, ate cupcakes, and made colorful chalk drawings on the street. It was the most perfect day she could ever have hoped for. As night fell, Flynn led Rapunzel to a boat and rowed them to a spot where they would have a perfect view of the lights. What if it's not everything I dreamed it would be, said Rapunzel. It will be, Flynn reassured her. And if it is, what do I do then, Rapunzel asked. Then you get to find a new dream, he told her. Soon, hundreds of lanterns illuminated the sky. Flynn handed Rapunzel her own lantern, and in return, Rapunzel took out the satchel and gave it to Flynn. He tossed the satchel to one side and took Rapunzel's hands instead. They gazed into each other's eyes. They leaned in closer until their noses were just about to touch. Flynn suddenly backed away. He had spotting the Stabenton brothers on the shore. I'm sorry, there's something I have to take care of, he told Rapunzel. Flynn left Rapunzel on the boat and went off to see the brothers. The crown is all yours, man, Flynn told them. We heard you found something much more valuable than the crown, and we want her instead, said one of the Stabbingtons. Then the brothers knocked Flynn unconscious and sent him out into the harbor tied to a boat. Rapunzel was just starting to get worried when the Stabbingtons walked up to her. They told her that Flynn had traded her and her magical hair for the crown. Rapunzel could clearly see Flynn sailing away on the boat. She called out to him, but he didn't respond. Rapunzel couldn't believe that Flynn had betrayed her. As the Stabbingtons lunged for her, Rapunzel ran into the forest, but her hair got caught on a tree branch. As she frantically tried to free herself, Rapunzel heard a scuffle. She looked back and saw that Mother Gothel standing over the brothers, who lay unconscious on the ground. Oh, I was so worried about you, so I followed you, explained Mother Gothel, and I saw them attack you, and, oh my, let's go before they come, too. <laughs> you were right, Mother, Rapunzel sobbed. Mother Gothel smiled, slyly. Her plan had worked perfectly. Flynn's boat hit the dock outside the castle. When he regained consciousness, he immediately called for Rapunzel. He knew that she was in danger. But before he could do anything, two palace guards found him and tied him up with the stolen crown. They immediately dragged him off to prison. Standing nearby was Maximus. He had seen everything. The horse knew he had to help Flynn escape. In the jail, the Stabbington brothers were locked in a cell. They told Flynn about the deal they'd made with Mother Gothel. Flynn now understood that Mother Gothel had tricked them all to getting Rapunzel back. Just then, the thugs from the Snuggly Duckling burst in to rescue Flynn. They overpowered the prison guards and catapulted Flynn over the wall and onto Maximus's back. Max, you brought them here. Thank you, said Flynn. The horse neighed and galloped at top speed through the closing gates. The heroes were off to rescue Rapunzel. Back at the tower, Rapunzel lay on her bed heartbroken. She looked at the flag of a little boy had given her and gazed up at her paintings on the ceiling. She noticed that the golden sun was everywhere. She had unknowingly been painting the symbol her entire life. Suddenly, a series of memories rushed through her mind. The lanterns being released on her birthday, the mosaic of the king, queen, and the green-eyed princess, the crown she had tried on the day before. Rapunzel finally realized the truth. I am the lost princess, Rapunzel declared. Mother Gothel tried to speak, but Rapunzel wouldn't listen. You were wrong about the world, Mother, and you were wrong about me. Mother Gothel pulled her arm out of Rapunzel's grasp and fell backwards into a mirror, shattering it. I will never let you use my hair again, said Rapunzel, turning away. Soon, Flynn and Maximus reached the tower. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair, called Flynn. Rapunzel's golden hair fell to the ground, and Flynn began to climb. When Flynn crawled through the window, Mother Gothel stopped him. 
She pressed a dagger into Flynn's back and chained him to the wall. Rapunzel was desperate to save Flynn. She begged Mother Gothel to allow her to heal him. In return, Rapunzel promised Mother Gothel she would stay with her forever. Mother Gothel agreed and let, Rap let Rapunzel go to him. Rapunzel, don't do this, Flynn begged. Rapunzel quietly placed her hair on Flynn's wound. I'll be fine, she said. If you're okay, I'll be fine. She, about, she was about to sing when Flynn grabbed a shard of broken mirror and cut Rapunzel's hair. The golden locks instantly turned brown. The magic was gone. No! Screamed Mother Gossel, gathering the precious hair to her. What have you done? What have you done? She gazed into the shattered mirror and was horrified at her reflection. Within seconds, she had aged by a hundred years and turned to dust. Rapunzel grabbed Flynn's hand and pressed it to her short brown hair and began singing, but nothing happened. Don't, don't leave me, Rapunzel gasped. I, I can't do this without you. He reached up to touch her cheek and smiled. You were my new dream, he murmured. And you were mine, said Rapunzel. As Flynn closed his eyes, Rapunzel began to weep. A golden tear fell on Flynn's cheek and began to glow. Rapunzel stared in disbelief as light spread across Flynn's body then he slowly opened his eyes. <laughs> he was alive! Rapunzel, Flynn, Maximus, and Pascal journeyed back to the castle. When the king and queen saw Rapunzel, they knew instantly that she was their daughter. At long last, the lost princess had finally come home. The entire kingdom celebrated the return of their princess. Flynn stood happily beside Rapunzel as she greeted the townspeople. She spun around and surprised him with a kiss. Everyone rejoiced and released the glowing lanterns into the sky. The lights had guided Rapunzel and Flynn home at last and showed them who they truly were inside. Now the lanterns would illuminate their life together with everlasting love and happiness. The end. Well, that was Disney's Tangled. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. Again, thank you so much to five-year-old Presley for requesting this book. It sure was a fun story. Yeah, maybe I did stumble a little bit in that book. Number one, because it was so long. And number two, because I am tired. Oh my goodness, I just woke up a little bit ago. But I knew I had to get up and record an episode so that you guys had something to listen to today. So, if you would like to choose the next book to be read on the Gumdrop Readers podcast, then you can send me an email, including your name, your age, and your book request. Ask an adult to help you send your email to gumdropreaders at gmail.com. Again, the podcast email is gumdropreaders at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode, and I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.